Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hi. How's everybody doing? Doing all right. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely tired today. Definitely tired. Well, what yeah. are y'all? Let's go ahead and check in. What are y'all grateful for? What got you through this past week? Where are y'all sitting at? <laughs> um, I am grateful that Halloween is over. <laughs> um, I did my duties as a homeowner and I went and got candy and I packed little oh, candy bags and put my same costume on. And it's not really a costume. I dress as the same thing every year. Um, I have a black cat suit that I put I on. Say, is it that black? <laughs> like, is it that black cat suit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like me with my ugly sweater. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the neighbors sweater. are probably like, "You're not allowed to do the black cat suit anymore. It's just it's over." Um, but yes, this time I sat outside because the weather was so nice. So I sat outside, me and my girlfriend, and we handed out a little candy bags. And girl, let me tell oh, you, kids nice. don't do the whole trick or treat thing anymore. They just walk up and hold their bag out like, "Hey, oh, no, no, <laughs> I wouldn't be getting my candy." I see him. I see, look. I was literally like, "Um, that so what hilarious. do you say?" That's hilarious. I worked hard. I tied these bags. I counted this candy (laughs) out. You know, it took me a good 40 minutes to make this cute. I went and got Spider-Man bags for y'all. Oh, oh, that's cute. Look, if y'all don't give me a trick-or-treat or or something. Girl, that is so bad. You were so responsible. I used to go trick-or-treat so bad. Girl, didn't they put an age cap on it? Uh I heard they put an age cap on the trick-or-treat. An age cap on what? Who put trick or cheating? The government. You can't be society. No, because no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Because you know they have like the blue baskets now. The blue trick or treat baskets, mm-hmm. and the blue is because they were saying you know there may be kids who may have like some type of disability and they look older Mm -hmm. and so this is like saying like nope they're not adults they are still children and oh yeah but that was backlash for that because they were saying kids don't should have to have a different color to single them out that something's different about them but I ain't never heard of this cap because let me tell you let somebody not deny my trick or treat back (laughs) (laughs) So what I could be out here doing? Robbing you. No. <laughs> Robbing you candy. No. <laughs> Which is why adults shouldn't be out here. <laughs> what oh. No, you were responsible, Erica, because I watched the trick-or-treaters from my video. Because I was not here. So I was like, oh, look at the kids at the door. Mm. Oh, they can't. And you got those scarecrows out Let me there. tell you. Right. Sure, your house looks so inviting. Like, you were just absolutely going to have candy. Let me tell you. It was so funny. I had a, a couple groups of kids. Back <laughs> your house would have got egg. <laughs> a couple kids came up. And I was just like, oh, I'm not there. So, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, that's awful. Well, I got stuck at work because it was a tornado. Um, oh, yeah. So I was in the hallway in my job. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. That was your your Halloween. That was my Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll sit here and get to know my coworkers who I don't ever talk to or see. The right. That <laughs> is right. There was definitely inclement weather. Oh yeah, I literally was walking out the building and the sirens were like, "Seek shelter immediately." Oh, oh dang! Well, turn right back around. <laughs> that would. That's too right. much. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, what got you through April? I don't um, what got me through was enjoying happy moments and trying to be mindful and in the moment without overthinking things. Okay. Um, and again, the whole like just taking stuff day by day again. Um, and like, yeah, focusing on just trying to live in the moment a little bit more. Nice. And not yeah. far ahead and get too caught up and overthinking it's a struggle mm-hmm. it can be struggle. it definitely can be yeah yeah what about you Char? well um homecoming oh, you know yeah. homecoming season is upon us for all of us um, Yay. all the hbcu grads yes, minus um, yeah. so i went home for homecoming um and like just the build-up like getting ready to go that's what got me through the week like being able to know that you know, I was going to make it down to my um, HBCU, down to Grambling um, this past weekend. And so it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. That was the thing that got me through knowing it was um, I was going to be able to see like a lot of old friends. And yeah. it's my it was my 15 year anniversary or Delta anniversary. We are old. Mm-hmm. Officially. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that You're was good. Seasoned. You are a seasoned. seasoned. We are seasoned. Yes. There we go. I like that. So that yeah. that got me through. Got me through. It's still getting me through. So I'm a little hoarse. <laughs> so don't judge me. My ratchet activities. <laughs> you yes, mean, pictures and stories right. later. Did you okay. even go? You don't use your voice or your shoes. <laughs> Did you even go? All right. So yeah, that's what got me through. Nice. Um. So, y'all, we are already in November. I can't wow. believe it. Like, I swear it was just September. Um, oh, sorry. Um, so, we are already in the month of November. The year is going by fast. We are about to be at the end of the year in, like, less than 60 days. Yeah. Dang. Uh, so, question for our media minute <laughs> for today. How do you feel about Christmas in November? When is it time <laughs> to start celebrating christmas or getting into the christmas spirit uh, so I, i'm a little biased because i believe that christmas should be celebrated every day of the year <laughs> oh my oh my god but i think november is like the perfect time to start like getting in the mood right so you yeah. start kind of watching the tv shows like the christmas movies on tv Woo! okay you know, like, <laughs> well, you start, you know, getting things ready. I, I wouldn't say that I would decorate right now. Okay, okay. So you're would, you're not the early decorator person. No, I, mean, no. I know people who have had their Christmas things up in October. 
Right. Yeah, no, because I have fall decorations up, so I want those to last right. for a little while. Exactly. You know, move with the season. Yes. Right. So I, November 1st, I started playing Christmas music. So <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm not waiting until the And I think I used to wait until Thanksgiving, but I'm like, no. that's not enough time to enjoy all the Christmas songs. Of course not. So I was like, you know what, November 1st, I'm putting on my Pentatonics Christmas album. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Now, yeah. I'm not a decorator person, period. Like, I don't decorate for holidays. And there's no yeah. more reason. I'm cheating. Yeah. It's just <laughs> um, so and also I do like fall colors. Yes. So make I like fall colors more than I like Christmas decoration. That that um, makes sense. But okay. I definitely you can start uh, playing the Christmas songs. Playing November first. So yeah. see, I don't I don't wanna play my Christmas music until like after Thanksgiving, but I will decor. I will put my decorations up slightly before Thanksgiving. So I decorate the the Sunday or Monday of the week of Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is that Thursday. I decorate like that Sunday or Monday, um, and it's usually because I'm traveling for the holidays. So when I come back, I don't want to be scrambling to get my stuff up. Like I just want to plug my stuff in. I have like four trees in my house so oh my i need all of that done like it's a process yeah, it takes a day it yeah it takes me like a day to get you know my house ready yeah so after thanksgiving like i immediately i need to plug my lights up and you know have all my christmas trees lit and you know all that all that yeah. good so. The, my Christmas decorations consist of <laughs> um, kitchen <I'm> towels. <laughs> I have a set of kitchen towels. This is uh, like got what is it tidings and joy and all that. Yeah, and, yeah. and I have a kitchen drying mat, a dish drying mat that has Santa Claus on it <laughs> that I actually kept up for about six months after Christmas. <laughs> and I think that's it. I bought lights one year, but they kept falling down. Cause I, where were, where were they? they were over my archway, like that separates my living room from my like, oh, yes. room office area. Oh yeah. yeah they kept yeah. falling down probably cause I use scotch tape. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, April. scotch has never been. <laughs> right. I was about to say, first of all, Scotch tape has never been a part of Christmas decoration form. (laughs) We have elevated to like sticky hooks, all kinds of wonderful products. I mean, Home Depot has a whole row just dedicated to these things. I'm so excited. Yeah. Take it. I just. No, I no. see music. You don't have to do anything, but just press play. You just press play. That's it. No, I'm so excited to put my decorations up. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah. Now, I do enjoy going around. I didn't do it this year, but I do enjoy riding around looking at lights. That's one thing That's I look true, forward to. True. I'm not paying for it. I don't know this this new age thing where you got to pay to go see the lights. Go see, go see the yeah. lights. Not doing that. Yeah. That's yeah. my. Okay. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I just had a thought. I just remembered the horrible experience last year of going to see the lights. I'm oh, not even going to bring it up. Yeah. But it was a girdle. Wait. Christmas light. I remember what? that. Now you got to say. Sorry. 
<laughs> All right, I'm gonna move on. Let's take a news break. Um, <laughs> you gotta tell us about that. Listeners, I, I remember that. that off the off the record. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, we got. <laughs> you'll remember. You'll remember when I start telling you the story, April. Was I there? No, but it had. Do you remember the the man trainer? Are you crying? The oh, man face the man trainer. We should talk about man trainers. Oh, is he listening? <laughs> and my help. <laughs> oh, we crying. That's okay, hilarious. We are. Oh, right. I know. We are so far off base. Sorry. Christmas in November Sorry. is a go. We are like yes. This is what we would love. Yeah. Yes. I'm <laughs> a Christmas late November. Thanksgiving wouldn't be so bad. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Really? It is. Because of food. And family. Oh. It's my favorite food holiday. Okay, I skip right over Because of food and family. But I think the reason why it's easy to skip over because Thanksgiving don't have any songs. It don't have nothing. Or movies. Um, well, it does. But we're, I mean, we're probably not going to want to sing the songs the about Christmas songs because they're all full of lies. The pilgrims. Well, even if there was a song about food, like all we got is the greens, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, tomatoes, 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 Oh, <laughs> it's it's the the Why, Why would that be depressing? I don't know. I feel like uh, I guess I've just I, you got the parade. Like those are the you only. You do. Things. I do watch the parade every year. Uh, I watch yeah. the parade every year. But it's my favorite holiday. But I, I do. always do Christmas music. Erica's face. She's like, "Why do you watch the parade? <laughs> you look so disgusted." <laughs> the parade. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so let us know what you all think. When you should start celebrating Christmas, if you Christmas, celebrate, if you celebrate or, Christmas at all, yeah, um, when do you kind of kick it off? Yeah, you know. So November one for me for songs, and then after Thanksgiving for like yeah movies. I'm also a Christmas in July person though, so I don't. I, I like the Christmas all year July. round, all year round. So. I'm all year round. I literally listen to Christmas music all year round. Mom, you know, I'm a, the most. Disclose my mama's business. She leave her Christmas tree up all year. Yes, mom, I did just. T- t- I remember you saying, but she changes the decorations, right? For the no, different it's now it's kind of like a lamp. We just oh. turn the light. <laughs> you just turn it off for light, okay? <laughs> but I think mom's that's day, why I get it from. Wrong like, Christmas should be happening all year round. You know, it's just so festive. It's such a good season. People seem to be nicer. I hate Christmas season. <laughs> really? I absolutely love it's like it. Blasphemy. April. <laughs> I hate Christmas. People season. are so nice People around are Christmas. Horrible. Have you ever worked retail? Oh no. No. Are, that makes that that's will, probably that why you hate it. That would make a difference. That, well, okay. I, yeah, okay. I did work at Bath and Body Works. It was a little I bit cutthroat. Okay, so Black Friday, I will. I did what three years ago? Four? No, probably like five years ago now. Yeah. Was completely traumatized. I will yeah, not bad. go yeah. shopping. I remember standing on top of a table in the Belk department store, looking for my family. Like we got to get out of here. Because people were oh, I know you up were like those no. 
cheap $20 shoes and boots like they were never going to have anything to put on their feet again. And I was like, I either could had to crawl under the table or walk across the table to get to the exit door. Yeah, I don't do Black Friday. She's not. One, because it happens too early in the morning. And there's nothing that I want bad enough. I'll just rather pay if it's I'll rather pay the twenty percent markup. Right. I'm just Cyber Monday. No, but no, we went the day before because you know Black Friday has now rolled into into Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Evening. Oh my yeah. gosh! Remember we went to Walmart last year for oh, Black on yeah, th- yeah. after Thanksgiving. Oh, what? Why did you do that? Oh yes, looking for a fire pit, girl. That was a travesty. You couldn't pay. You couldn't pay me to go to Walmart right now. My <laughs> nerves. My it was bad. Nerves. Erica and I were like, no, "Oh my gosh!" You couldn't pay me. It was mm-hmm. bad. It was horrible. So I agree with you. I agree with you, April, about the retail side of it is. I hate it. But yeah, Thanksgiving is cool because you don't have to buy anything but food. There's no expectation. Yeah, show up except for that your sweet potato pie be. Well, I bring ice in that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't cook food for others in that (laughs) bowl. I I usually bring wine and cheese. My aunts got all that to steal on. Just bring wine. And also, yeah. because, actually, I bring nothing because I come from out of town. Uh-huh. Oh, so you get a pass? Yeah, that's good. So I have, but I've never brought food because <laughs> that, that, I haven't lived home since undergrad. Oh, no, true, true. So yeah, yeah. I usually just bring wine at whoever's house I'm squatting at for the day. And that's that's you, it's always appreciated, right? <laughs> usually, it's Erica's one. house. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> sure it's been celebrating Thanksgiving with our family. Now, when whenever she's not there for holidays, <laughs> it's like, wait, we're missing somebody. We're like, oh well, she decided to, you know, go celebrate with her family. Like a little orphan, right? <laughs> we're like, but she's supposed to be here. <laughs> she? Like, oh, yo, she doesn't have a family. <laughs> <laughs> My dad still asks, like, why were you not in the picture for Father's Day? Oh. <laughs> he was looking, he was like, but Shari was there. I know right, she was there. She the picture? I was like, yeah, she was there. <laughs> oh. oh, I love them. Awesome. Man, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have definitely extended media minute into the media half hour. Um, so we're going to roll right into today's topic, which is, I think, somewhat connected because I think people tend to find they're happy around the holidays. And then some people seem to lose their happy around the holidays. So it's, it has a very polarizing <laughs> impact. On people, but today we want to talk about like how do you find your happy? Like, what are some things to help people, you know, remind themselves that there's joy in this life? But then also, how do we recognize like triggers or signs that you know we're losing some of that that happiness and joy that maybe we've had? So I think this will be a good topic to talk about going into this holiday season um, because I do think that it has an impact on people. So I think I want to kick it off with a question of what is that sign for you all that like you are in this really happy space? Hmm. That's a good question. Hmm. (laughs) I would say... My focus 
is different. Like I'm not paying attention to like negativity as much. Mm. I'm not as easily annoyed. I think it's like I just feel kind of peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, um, like a sign that I am in my happy space is when when I'm like singing a lot, like when I'm like walking around, I'm like joyful and singing or, you know, I'm just kind of carefree, I guess, you know, not stressed about anything or like my anxiety isn't high. Um, I'm just in like a really like joyful state. Yeah. 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 I I think for me is I smile a lot more. Like I think when I'm in my happiest space, it exudes more from like my nonverbals. So I'm a little more, um, you know, I smile more and maybe I will talk and interact more, you know, with people, um, that I'm used to because I know my coworkers know when that when I am out of that happy space because they're like, oh, she's not even smiling. Her door is closed. She's got tape over the window. Like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> she's completely she's completely disconnected. But for the most part, you know, I'm I'm very much um, mm. I love I'm a lover of people. Um, so when I'm in that happy space, like, I feel like I can give more of myself to people and I'm just, I'm more open. I'm more open. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I definitely am more social when I am in my happy space. Um, cause when I'm not, I'm very like, I need to be by myself. I need to just have some moments alone. Cause I tend yeah. to get overwhelmed really easy when I'm not in a happy space or when I haven't connected to the things that make me most happy Mm -hmm. Um, so I can definitely tell that I am definitely more social yeah more social okay so you're more social you sing I do you know I think (laughs) life should be a musical I'm like I think that people should have to have at least one song break per day oh my god at least one and then April, you said you're more like your focus is there. You feel like more of a yeah. sense of, of peace. Yeah. Like I'm not as easily distracted. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's peace. So it's not necessarily like a high. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this thing happened and I feel great. It's just yeah. like a almost like a sense of contentment. Like, yeah. 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 Things nice. are going great or things are well. I'm cool with things right now versus like constantly thinking about what's next thinking in the past mm-hmm. it's just kind of like this being present yeah yeah that yeah so then what are then some signs since we know what the what it looks like when you are in those spaces because it's good yeah. to recognize like you know what's kind of going on around us that's contributing to that joy i think a lot of yeah. times People don't, um, they're not aware of kind of, Yeah. We, we think, we talk a lot about triggers when it comes mm-hmm. to like the negative things. Mm-hmm. I don't think we focus enough on the positive things that actually like build us up and bring us the joy. So yeah. um, what are some, maybe some tangibles, but maybe what are just some like life yeah. things that you know that actually bring that happiness 
for yeah. you that kind of helps to lift right. you. Right. I think for me, when I'm around people I care about, so like friends or family, um, when I'm in kind of that space, you know, when I'm like hosting things or like when I have people around me who just kind of fill me up, those are the, that's one of the things that I know adds to my happy Mm -hmm. uh, when I can be in those spaces. Yeah. And it can be hard as an adult to be able to take the time to be around, to just kind of be around people yeah. for no reason, no, like, you know, oh, we're doing this because we have a set outcome that we have to get to, you know, yeah. but just to be like, hey, let's just hang out because it can be yeah. hard as an adult to get to that space. So, you know, I have to be really intentional about taking time to say like, okay, Let me make time for friends, make time for family, you know, where we're just like chilling. Yeah. 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 I would say for me, it would be anytime. (laughs) Sounds so funny. Anytime we're good food and conversation (laughs) is in the same place. And I think that's why one of my favorite events to go to in this city is this big harvest dinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And of things that I love, which is like really amazing curated food and being around other people who also love to eat well yeah and just mm-hmm. conversation like meeting new people and talking and just getting to know people and just having just a general mm-hmm. um just a good time mm-hmm. um so those are typically things that make me happy any yeah. type of arts like singing yeah. karaoke anytime i'm dancing mm-hmm. um that's usually a, a good way to, to yeah mood like music me. music absolutely yeah. I start music for it sure minutes to decide what my playlist for the shower <laughs> <laughs> so music is already in, in there yeah um, so yeah I mean it seems like the theme is like this social connectedness which I think mm-hmm. it's underestimated a lot um, especially yeah. talked about like adults and one of the things I, I, I want us to talk about at some point um, is like that importance of having um, social connections. Um, yes. mm-hmm. I, I have um, I have a friend who moved away. Hope he's listening. Maybe not. He might be who moved away and he lives, you know, on the other side of the country from, you know, where his social support is Mm -hmm. brilliant, brilliant person. Um, Very smart, very energetic, very likable, just just a great person, but doesn't necessarily feel connected and has had a hard time. Um, connecting with people Um, or not having a hard time connecting with people but I but I think solidifying like finding your tribe you know we talk about finding Mm -hmm. your tribe I think we get older and as adults like trying to establish those relationships are much more difficult I don't think I thought it would be that difficult because I mean you have you know, when you're in college, there's umpteen million people you can right, exactly connect with, but like nobody really talks about like how that drops off dramatically. It does. Um, and what After. and what that looks like, you know, as an adult when we know how important being connected to people and establishing relationships with people um, is for just our mental health and our well being. Yeah. But it's a struggle. Yeah, and it's also because, like, time commitments change. Right. So, whereas in college, you know, you're eating with these people, you're going out with the same people, like, you're doing 
a lot of things together whereas mm-hmm. in adulthood sometimes you're not even living in the same state right because um, I was actually thinking about this a couple of days ago like a lot of like my people who are like my best closest friends mm-hmm. when I started my PhD program Mm-hmm. It's not the same, yeah. Anymore. Yeah, and you know there 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 are other reasons why. Like not that we're not enemies, but like the it's changed. It's different. Yeah, yeah. and um, sometimes it has to do with just proximity, and then mm-hmm. again, like those time commitments. So I think relationships do shift mm-hmm. as we age. You have to be a lot more intentional about social connection um because i was thinking the other day i was like typically during the week i don't talk to anybody yeah like i go to work i come home do you know maybe gym or whatever work Mm -hmm. do some other work and then i go to bed yeah so the weekend is typically the only time i get to connect but then i'll have weekends where i have stuff to do Mm -hmm. and then before i know it i'm like when the last time i just like Oh, yeah. Hung out or just, and it's like, oh, it's been two weeks. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that point, you know, how social connections can definitely be connected to happy and being intentional about it. You know, I think as adults, you know, life happens and it does not pause for no. you to connect to the things that like fill you or refill you. And so it's so important to be like intentional to make those plans to say this month I'm going to connect with friends however many times and like literally like can I get on your calendar, you know? Yeah. Um oh gosh, it's so crazy. Like I have a friend group where we schedule our like group calls. Um, nice. We conference together because it's it's our friend group we're all like we are literally all in a different state every one of us Mm -hmm. and so we literally have to schedule like a monthly call and sometimes we have 30 minutes or sometimes we you know we have an hour um but I appreciate I appreciate that it's actually time just to get a call in so if any of y'all are listening I will be messaging (laughs) on group me um (laughs) we are (laughs) well overdue but um I appreciate those phone calls because that was also my tribe that got me through, you know, doctoral studies and and that relation those relationships were so invaluable. Um, and so we are, like you said, like being intentional about it, like making that a priority Mm -hmm. because that, that does have an impact on, you know, our our happiness. We, we have, we find joy in keeping that connection with one another. Right. Right. So how do you know then when you're you're becoming unhappy? Like what are those signals? So my singing goes from singing to crying. (laughs) 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 I'm like super like very dramatic. So it's like extremes. Right. But when I'm when I start to be like overly emotional about things, um, in the I don't want to say negative way because crying is definitely not negative but in more of like the sad or longing or starting to feel unfulfilled mm-hmm. um, when I start to be emotional about things in that way mm-hmm. um, so I'm watching like a Kleenex commercial and I'm like oh my gosh you know um, <laughs> crying about loneliness or whatever you know um, so those are the the indicators for me um, that I'm starting to kind of shift into that place of something's kind of not clicking. Yeah. Like I don't have all of my, it's kind of like a recipe, right? Yeah. So we think yeah. about happiness, kind of like a recipe. I don't have all of my ingredients and mm-hmm. I need to figure out what's missing 
so that I can start to kind of find those ingredients and put it back into the mix. So that's my indicator. Yeah. For me, mine is um, overthinking um, and and worrying. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's happening because it impacts my sleep. And I am not one that anything (laughs) can really impact my sleep. So when I am having trouble sleeping and I just feel like this constant sense of worry, my mind, I can't shut my mind off. I know it, it takes me out of that happy space or that peaceful space that you talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. April, because I can't find peace because I'm just constantly stressed or worried or thinking about something. Um, and when I don't get my nine hours of sleep, let me tell you, she's not, she's not smiling. Yeah. She's not smiling. Yeah. I would say for me is, um, literally like everything feels like there's a cloud. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's almost like the opposite of, the happiness is obviously yeah. peace. Like nothing is settled. It's like stormy, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to see like the light. It's hard right. to see the like the beauty in things, like things that normally. Or and also, I mean, it's also a classic symptom of depression. It's mm-hmm. just don't feel like doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, which is very different for you. Very. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very. So yeah. when I'm in a space when it's just like, huh, like I don't feel like doing anything, I don't feel like being around people, that's usually um, a sign that, mm-hmm. that it's like, hmm, something's going on here. Right. Yeah. Do you guys know like what leads you into that space? Like what are some of the things that may trigger or trip some of that unhappiness? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you start. <laughs> I was gonna say, I spent about a lot of copays working on this one. <laughs> um, for me, it's it's either one or two things. This is gonna be hurt, mm-hmm. like some type of hurt or disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're very closely related. So it could either be dis- I, I disappointed in myself for something, like I didn't do something I thought I should have done or didn't do it in a way or I've been hurt and for me that's has always been a tough one because I've always been like whatever like I've dealt with the hardest part of my life already I can mm, so yeah. it's like, yeah, let this get to me so, yeah, <laughs> so it's like a yeah. double-edged um like hit because it's not only is the hurt of the thing but then like I can't believe you sitting around here sad yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and then it it spirals it spirals so those two things are like the biggest triggers yeah for me mine has always been like feeling stuck or like feeling Mm -hmm. like my life is not where I envision Mm -hmm. my life right so I've gone through different stages of that um, at different points in my life, and I feel this this strong sense of discomfort, right? I feel uneasy because I'm like, this is not where I'm supposed to be, right? There's this these these kind of this talk that starts to go yeah. on in my head, this commentary that starts to tell me like, this is not where you're supposed to be, or you were supposed to be doing this, you know. And it goes back to that conversation of like. You know, that needing to be there that we talked yeah. about and 
Um, you know, and when I start going into that space and thinking in that way, then that's when the overthinking happens. I'm trying to like figure out how to have all this control. Well, what can I do? And, and then it's just like, I just start, like you said, it starts to spiral out of control. Mm -hmm. And so the worry becomes excessive. The overthinking becomes, you know, excessive, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it increases my anxiety. And then, you know, I'm anxious, I'm stressed. And then, you know, I'm feeling bad because I'm anxious and stressed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, then it just puts a damper on like everything else. It just, it's, it just builds and yeah. on top of okay. one another. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the episode that we had last week, mm-hmm. you know, talking a little bit about those thoughts around, I should have it together. I should be at mm-hmm. this place in my life right mm-hmm. now at this time. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, like social connection is one thing that does like lead me to happy feeling isolated mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. other people is one of the things that lead me into the unhappy mm-hmm. when I don't feel connected or like my negative self-talk usually is nobody cares. Mm-hmm nobody's there you know when that is starting to run rampant then that just goes downhill you know um and it leads into like you said like a lot of the worry but for me a lot of like the depressive Mm -hmm. um symptoms like I don't really want to be around I'm not going anywhere I'm kind of which is funny because it's like the thought is nobody cares nobody wants to be around and it's like I'm just gonna isolate myself from everybody right you You don't tell me no I'm right like that'll show you you know And so it's like that cycle just kind of leads me into that very unhappy space, Mm -hmm. very unhappy space. Yeah. So, yeah. What are some tips? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just I was just going to ask, you know, because, you know, we talked about like how a lot of kind of what we talked about as, as far as like the happiness and the joy has some type of relationship to like our interpersonal relationships and social connectedness. So how good are we with asking for help and support to get us back right. to our happy? Because mm, I'm will working say, on it. I'm not great. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, admit, I don't think that I'm very great at asking for that need, like asking mm-hmm. for support in that way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very open with asking for help when it comes to other things. But I think when it comes to that, um, that emotional need, I mm-hmm. struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm working on it. I know, you know, cause there will be spaces where I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like I'm feeling really like isolated or I'm just feeling really down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, it's like, well, you haven't reached out and mm-hmm. said like, Hey, let's grab lunch or let's do this or let's go here. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of it is time. Like there's like no time. Um, But some of it is just my own doing of just kind of like I tend to close into myself, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, oh, maybe I just need to kind of figure this out on my own, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as we sit here and talk about it, it's like, well, no, that's not going right. to be the best. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to be the best choice because you're literally sitting here saying like social connection and being around people who you care about mm-hmm. are the things that lead you to happy, you know. And so mm-hmm. closing inward is not going to right. get you there. So right. I, I definitely working on it. I realize that I need to work mm-hmm. more on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
Um, I know I'm not good in this area. <laughs> By the time I bring it to someone else, I'm probably a step away from a hospital. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like I am very much so. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll work it out. I, this is my thing. Let you know. I'll deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and. And I, I don't know. Maybe I may, my reach out is usually will probably be in like, what do I need? I want to just get out. So I may just say, hey, oh. just, you know, anybody want to go to this? It's not going to be. I'm sad. I would right. like. It's not going to be. Yeah. Um. And that. And so that's just kind of a. I would like to say I'm working on it, but I'm not. So I don't yeah. want to lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I started working after this summer when um, I was just like, June was horrible. Yeah, yeah. And y'all were like, girl, like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. You know, and I realized, like, I didn't reach out to nobody. You yeah. know, I was just in the midst of like my funk and was just kind of like, OK, I'm dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I got to get through. I just need to get through June, you know, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. no, you have. And I think about, you know, I keep saying it's like a recipe because it is. Yeah. It's like you once you're aware enough to know and it takes a lot of just self-awareness to sit down and say, like, what are the ingredients that lead me right. to happiness? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a math problem, you know, like, OK, when you're not happy, like put this with this and try to see if it leads you there and so you know I'm really trying to be really vigilant about working on it and it's so funny because we're all kind of like we ain't doing too well at it you know where do (laughs) y'all think that comes from like this you know I'm gonna handle it I got it mine is definitely that superwoman mentality right Mm -hmm. of you know, I don't want to burden, you know, someone else with like my, my struggles and my difficulties. Like I can share like the joyous things. I don't want to share anything that's going to add any extra weight on anybody else. I can manage it on my own. Um, and it actually took, um, my best friend Allison one day. I mean, we've, we've been friends for years, years, um, what, 19 years now. And, um, it took her just saying one day, like, you don't, tell me um when you really need me she's like I feel like our relationship is very one-sided because you know you ask me you know well how am I feeling and you know what are you know how can I support you and things like that and she says and when I reciprocate that I don't feel like you actually talk to me about you know what you what you need and I was like of course I do of course I tell you like I tell you everything but it's like no you tell me content but you don't really like connect with me with your Mm, like emotionally and that was really hard pill for me to swallow because all that time you know I'm like yes you know we're so close (laughs) you know and I had to really like look back and say I don't open up to people um like really like not in a deep way it's hard I think it was hard for people to connect with me but I needed to hear that feedback Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I really think that that changed the way that I had my relationship with her and I'm still working on it and you know and I try to be more intentional about that but I also recognize like that's how people really are able to connect with you on a you're able to and your our relationships are that much more um I don't know 
vibrant or mm-hmm. just, just more closely connected. I think when we're able to to let down some of that, you know, that guard, yeah, definitely, and be a little more vulnerable emotionally with people. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would categorize my reluctance as superwoman as much as it is a sense of protection mm-hmm. um it's kind of because it's because like intellectually i know like i don't have to have it all figured out like i don't have to do it all but it's more so i can rely on me mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if i give my stuff to you and you drop it that's gonna then add on mm-hmm. to whatever mm-hmm. else is going yeah. on versus if I figure it out, if I just sit with it, like I can, I can deal with the, the dark or whatever is going on. Yeah. yeah. And then if yeah. I open up, if I risk that vulnerability, mm-hmm. then it gets handled poorly. Mm-hmm. That's going to make it that much more mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. for me. So that's, that's where a lot of it comes from is just like being dropped. Gotcha. Um, so it's not a superwoman thing is for me. It's a, I got it. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to hold yeah. on to it because it might right. say, look it. Yeah. I don't want you to drop yeah. it. Yeah. Um and then the other piece of it is embarrassment. Mm. Sometimes it's like, oh, this is silly. Like mm. this is like I don't want to tell nobody this. Like this like mm. this is stupid. I shouldn't have done it or I should have uh, known better. Or this is your mistake. You deal with like so that's the other piece of it. But um yeah. I think what was helpful for me was this year recognized when I didn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I no longer could manage. Yeah. Yeah. I called my EAP and we set up an appointment with a therapist because it was like all of my tips weren't, my tactics weren't working. Right. right. Yeah. Like I lost yeah. everything and it was not. Yeah. It wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, it comes from this thought of, well, Shari's the happy one. And she doesn't get to be in a space where she's not happy, you know. Um, and like I truly thought, like, no, you you have to be the the happy one, you know. And so being able to come to a space of realizing, like, you get to be a whole person, you know. You get yeah. to have these moments where you are extremely happy and you know singing and you know, yeah. but you also get to have the opposite and everything in between, you know, when yeah. you're not at the like at your highest point you get to be able to have those those spaces and I think I neglected to allow myself to have that for a very long time Mm -hmm. so it was like no you don't you know you don't get to cry you don't get to yeah you can't be sad and if you are you definitely can't tell other people you sad you know because everybody is expecting you to be like the happy person Mm -hmm. you know the upgoing the like oh you know how's everybody doing you know Mm -hmm. and so I had to like gift myself Mm -hmm. the ability to have uh like to experience all of the emotions like all human emotions and so that for me was a space where I was just kind of like no I don't want to tell anybody that I'm not happy Mm -hmm. Mm because then you know who like if I'm the happy one then what like what does that make me yeah Yeah. Yeah. you brought up something that made me think of I can't remember it was probably a meme because I mean what else is going on in life um but it was a it was a meme where someone was saying like if someone is down or happy like let let them be that like give them 
give them a chance to like be that you know we have this natural tendency to like try to say that uplifting thing Mm -hmm. you know when someone is down or like it you know we have that that desire to want to say oh well you know it's really not that bad or like down like no let people be in their unhappiness for five minutes you know because that experience is really real and I think we need the time to kind of be in it for a little bit to learn like how you know what we need to kind of get out of it let me figure out like do I need to kind of seek the you know support and counsel of others or seek therapy or you know go into prayer meditation or what it is but like people tend to like to bombard you with all of this positivity sometimes and it's like great. the messaging around the, it yeah, yeah. The defense of positivity yeah but like sometimes that's not helpful it's not it's not it's, it's masking yeah you, you never yeah. get to the root of what actually is exactly going on. Yeah. and it develops people who are like no I can't be sad right. you know I don't I can't be angry right now mm-hmm. or I can't be unhappy yep. so now um, we've got people pretending to be happy right right suffering in silence mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. in silence yeah so definitely so we talked about were you about to say something Erica nope um, so what are what do you use to get out of that that space when you are there when mm. you find yourself kind of in dark space yeah what are, what are do we do we go over like no tip, like, like what are some tips, tips? yeah tips yeah yeah um i use several things um music for sure is one um i mean and so my playlists are not like artist playlists you know how some people like you got your, you know, you got your Nikki <laughs> playlist, mm-hmm. you got your, you know, Rihanna, whoever. My playlists are labeled by like my feelings. Mm-hmm. So like it depends on what kind of mood I want to be in as to the type or the mood that I need to saturate myself in. Um, and that's what I listen to. So music is one. Um, I do a lot of like inspirational reading, you know, whether that's just some type of like Brene Brown or, mm-hmm. um, you know, something, you know, biblical, spiritual kind of reading or, um, and then I talk, I, I've been trying to do more of the communicating, you know, mm-hmm. saying, oh, you know, I'm just kind of in a space, mm-hmm. you know, and talking about what that looks like. And, you know, thankfully, you know, my girlfriend, I realized that the reason why I wasn't sharing a lot of what was going on is because I was like, well, she doesn't know how to like manage my emotions, you know? So I'm like, I'm not going to share it with her, but I realized in actually putting things out there and just talking about it, I didn't need her to manage them at all. It was just very helpful to be able to put it out and for someone to hear me and just say things like, I really hate that you're feeling like that, you know? And like, that was just like, oh man, this is <laughs> this is great. Um, so you know, those three things, you know, are really helpful for me. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely music for me uh, as well. Um, just playing music when I feel, especially when I feel overwhelmed or anxious, like music tends to calm me down. Mm-hmm. Um, watching like mindless TV where I don't have to think. 
Um, I don't have to process. Yeah, it's like a distraction, like doing things that will distract me, like positive distractions. Mm -hmm. Um, Exercise is a big one that helps me. Like if I'm feeling like just overwhelmed and kind of stuffed with energy, like my anxiety Mm -hmm. is high, like working out is really helpful. And I also know like, I have a lot of like, I get a lot of social connection from the people at my gym. Mm -hmm. So that's really helpful. Um, Cooking is really helpful for me. Um, So like making something or cooking, like finding a new recipe or something like that. um, Those are things that are helpful. I talk a lot about um, action opposite emotion in session so acting opposite to how you feel Mm -hmm. so if you're in a space of sadness doing something that is a competing emotion Mm -hmm. or that will create a competing emotion so if you're feeling you know down or sad doing something that will make you laugh or you know doing something that will like if you're feeling like you want to isolate doing something that will get you more active Mm -hmm. Um, so I talk about that as a skill and I use that a lot acting opposite to how I feel that's one that's really helpful. Um, so yeah. those are some of the tips that I'll, you know, that I tend to apply to my own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for me, it's um, allowing myself to feel the feeling, mm-hmm. but not necessarily believing that it's true. Yeah. So I walk in that line of like, okay, you feel like you don't have anyone no one's in your corner or no one to talk to and that's okay for you to feel like that but mm-hmm. you know that ain't really true mm-hmm. so so having to kind of like all right this is i'm just in a crappy uh, you know spot right now but i can't believe these right. thoughts these feelings mm-hmm. so that's one thing um journaling especially when uh, i'm yeah. getting caught in my head mm-hmm. like i've been in a diary since like the second grade mm-hmm. and i have all of them still. <laughs> uh, so I have found writing things out um, and even going back and reading stuff mm-hmm. too can kind of help. Um, yes. And and make and being very mindful of my space, especially if I'm already feel like I'm in a vulnerable space and oh, I yeah. I can't be around draining people. Oh yeah. Or yes. I can't be yeah. around who are going to be complaining like because yeah I I can't one. get so yeah into yeah, that it's so, a really big one yeah so yeah. trying to do things that i know are going to lift my mood even if it's just going from a five to a seven mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if it's listening to music if it's watching a show mm-hmm. um, those are some of the yeah things, yeah you know. no i'm glad that you mentioned just finding like knowing your environment mm-hmm. right so like knowing the people who will be more draining the people who will like add to you yeah. mm-hmm. um, i tend to be a little bit more introverted So I know like when there's moments where I need to kind of be alone or I need Mm -hmm. to have some quiet time, um, I can get very overstimulated very fast. (laughs) And so like having a moment where I'm like, you know, because like it made me think of homecoming. Like there were a lot of people, a lot of social interactions and I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I get to see everybody. But I was so overstimulated at times. Mm -hmm. And there were moments where I was just like. I'm going to go take a shower because for 30 minutes, nobody's going to bother me, you know, or like, I'm just going to go stand outside for a moment and, you know, like sit outside or something like that. Like being able to know like what that looks like for you is really, really important with kind of getting you back on the right track. 
Yeah. One thing I was thinking about too, um, and not even just like as a tip, but kind of an everyday thing is like being mindful of those things that can chip away at your energy. Uh, Because I've noticed that the weeks that are particularly heavy, like I'm doing a lot, I'm usually in a funky mood by the end of the week or sometimes the end of the day. Yeah. So. I, or things that are like I even had to learn with the job that I have now that I have to be strategic in the things in scheduling my presentations because there was one day I would never forget I just was I was so in a bad mood just I was sad and then I was like oh I spent the last 20 36 hours talking about suicide yeah right oh, right okay that's so I learned like you can't schedule back-to-back trainings and then go to a summit and then an uh-huh. in-service without any type of break yeah. in between yeah. being mindful. Like you mentioned sleep. I know that if I don't get enough sleep, man, it's only a matter of time before I either get an A, a migraine, right. or irritable. I'm a totally different person. I am a whole totally <laughs> different person uh, when I don't get sleep. I'm like, I'm the epitome of the Snickers commercial. <laughs> You're uh, not yourself. Oh, I love those. I love yeah. The epitome. No, I think it is important to know those things that chip away at the happiness yeah. because I think sometimes people are like, no, I just woke up happy. Like I woke up angry or I woke yeah. up sad. And it's like, no, like there were things along the way yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of chipped away at that happiness. And mm-hmm. so being, being able to notice what those are. Especially yeah. for those who have like depressive disorders. Right. So, because you might wake up and can't explain why. Mm-hmm why you're low or your mood is particularly low I think it's very important to be mindful of those daily things right um, kind of what you said even doing stuff when you don't feel like it right, right. Those are the things that can chip away at, for sure yeah, yeah. So I would like to at least encourage our listeners, I mean, because there's lots of different tips that we could use for ourselves, but I think it's really important for people to kind of stop and think about like, what are those specific things that you can, that you can name and start to like, you know, name those things out loud and point to those things that are points of joy for you and happiness for you. um, So that when you do find yourself you know, in a space that, you know, you're missing some of that happiness, you can recognize like what some of those triggers are and then go and do and add it back into your life. Some of those things that are bring you back into a space where you feel that peace, that joy, um, that connectedness. um, Yeah. And I always say, you know, it's important if you, if you're thinking about where should I start, you know, where do I start to compile this list of things that can add? Um, I always say break it down into four different, um, I guess, four different categories, like mm-hmm. something that you do alone, something that you do with others, something mm-hmm. that you do indoors and something you do outdoors. Yeah. Right. And so like having and that could just be a starter list. You know, you can add to that list as you go along, but at least having something in each of those categories that you're like, you know, this actually gives me a little closer to happy or my happy Mm -hmm. space, you know, and start there with doing those and seeing how you feel after Mm -hmm. you've done some of those things on that list. Yeah. And just like we talked about last week, like there's no there when it comes to like, yeah, it's not a destination. It's not a destination. It's a journey. It's something that you should be striving for every day, you know, to just have a better you know, sense of well-being um, in your life. 
mm-hmm. but um, it's not something that you're going to get there. It's something that you should right. just should just be a part of, you know, what you're striving for every day. Yeah. So do y'all have any takeaways? I think we've done good with giving some tips yeah. and talking about like some things or barriers that keep us from our happy. Mm-hmm. Um, any takeaways from the conversation that you want to walk away with yourself or you want the listeners to walk away with? Um, I think for me, and you know, maybe because this is kind of my personal thing is, um, you know, don't be afraid to um, enlist others in in helping you with that happy and I like that you know April said you know I don't always have to say I'm sad you know I you know I need the support you can always still get you know get people to to kind of help with that by saying hey you know let's go get a cup of coffee or let's Mm -hmm. go you know do this thing um but you don't have to you don't have to do it alone um if you don't want to and you'd be surprised to to know how many people really are willing to, mm, you know, yeah. to be there, you know, even if they're just there to, to hear you out, they may not be able to carry the load, but they'll certainly, you know, listen and, you know, help you to lighten it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I have two takeaways because I never follow rules. Um, <laughs> one is you don't have to believe your mind's worst interpretation of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to believe it. Like those thoughts that kind of get there. And then yeah. the second one would be closed mouths don't get fed. True. Oh, that is my and favorite. I say big that. facts. <laughs> and that it is it's scary. Like you, it's scary to open up, mm-hmm. you know, but I think the, taking that risk could save your life, could save mm-hmm. your peace of mind. Definitely. It could be one less day. You have to hold something by yourself. So just taking that risk to tell yeah. people, like, oh, I'm having, I'm having a day, y'all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say a takeaway is like self-awareness. So like really sitting down and having those moments where you're exploring yourself um, because the things that make me happy are going to be different than what makes the next person and the next person. Mm -hmm. Um, The things that trigger my unhappiness, totally different than the next person. And so, you know, we can listen and kind of have these tips and guides, but it's really going to take sitting down and developing a little bit of self-awareness around the factors that come into play into your own life. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, you're not going to be able to sit down for five minutes and figure it all out, but like, just take note, like notice, you know, do a, do a temperature check on those Mm -hmm. days where you're feeling a little bit more irritable, snappy at people. What happened during that day? You know, um, did you sleep that night? Have you eaten? You know, like, is it cold outside? Like what's going on Mm -hmm. and start be becoming more self-aware around the things that lead you in either direction, you know, along the journey, the, the path to happiness or the the opposite. And so self-awareness is a takeaway. Sit down, be intentional about learning yourself. Being a student of yourself is important. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Thank Good you. takeaways, y'all. So let's talk about who do we want to send our love appreciation to. Um, maybe somebody did something or said something that put a little smile on your face, mm-hmm. a little pep in your step, a little wiggle in your jiggle. I don't know. <laughs> wiggle in your jiggle. Hey, hey, that's not like a, right. like a bounce oh, song. Oh, that's my song. It's going to pay my loans. That's it. That's the one. 
This is where we need a music break. This is what I'm saying. Everybody um, should yeah. have a music break. Wiggling your jiggle. Hey. Um, I'm not even gonna lie, I don't know this song. I have not heard this song. It's not one. We just made it up. Oh, I was about to say, is this is, a, is this another example of me getting old and out of touch? Because I, it's like, I don't know that man. I don't know that one. I don't. Sorry, I don't know this man. Sorry to him. I don't know this song. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh goodness. Oh. Well, I, I I have a send my love. So I have two. I want to send my love, of course, to my line sisters. Um, the 85 Missing Melodies of Delta Iota Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. Um, so I send my love to them because this weekend they were like, oh, my gosh, your podcast is amazing. And so I didn't even know they were all listening. So a lot of them like came up to me and like they love the podcast ladies so that's really I good did. so thanks that's for awesome. listening yeah, right. <laughs> and I also want to send my love my very very dear friend um, Bradley I won't give his full name um, left uh-huh. to start a new journey um, and embark on a new journey that kind of took him away from home so he moved he left today and so I want to send my love to him um, so he will be listening to the podcast and so send my love his way and my well wishes. So yeah. Nice. Um, gee, let's see. I think I well, I wanna send my love to my future mother in law. Um and because I have been struggling trying to find people who are not trying to break my bank account to <laughs> get stuff planned for this wedding. And um, she actually got me connected with um, a day of coordinator um, because I have been contacting people and I don't know who these people are that think somebody's about to pay them twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars to come tell people where to stand and when to play a song and do all this stuff. But she ain't got it. She ain't got it. So um, my um, mother-in-law directed me to... Um, a soror who is um, very well respected in what she does and just um, an amazing um, coordinator, event planner. And so I talked to her. She agreed to help me out um, for a very reasonable price. So I want to send my love actually to both of them. So future mother-in-law, shout out to you. Thank you very much. And to um, Sora Cummings for um, offering up your services. I really appreciate it. I will be confirming that with you. All right. What about you, April? Oh, this is tough. Uh, It's not tough. It's just we're going to wait. Before I send anything <laughs> to this person, <laughs> Let's see. see how they act over no, time. Right, two weeks. I'm like, can I get that one back? So, uh, 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 we cannot be taking. <laughs> we cannot be taking love back. Right, it's best you wait. It's that's best you wait. Good, that's probably a sign. Oh hello. Like, probably a good sign. So I will send my love to my students who better not be listening to this because I have not told. Them. <laughs> um, I've been really blessed over the years to have a really good group of students. And this year, um, we had a real, it was a hectic, I had a really hectic day um, last week, had a lot of stuff back to back. And 
I had to start class late because I had um, responsibilities to take care of before class and even still got to class late. And they were just like, Miss Scott, you could have just canceled class. Like, you didn't have to do all this. And we had. Oh, of course you could have. Oh, y'all are so thoughtful. You don't care about my day. You just right. Um, but we were just able to have a relaxing, just a, a chill conversation that I don't remember having when I was an undergrad with my yeah. instructors. So nice. And they they open up about things to me. Yeah. They ask me questions about. Them. I mean, they're so um, just open and and willing to to go there when necessary. Yeah. Um, and so they're a breath of fresh air sometimes. Um, so I, I, I'm sending my love to them because they are also having a very interesting. All of my students are first generation college students, mm-hmm. and um, so they're dealing with their own yeah. stuff. So being able to see them grow, yeah, and talk awesome. about just the lessons they learn, and hopefully they're getting over that whole imposter feeling mm-hmm. like they're not supposed to be there. So yeah. I'm sending my love to them because I know a lot of them had a kind of a tough transition year, but they always come to class with a good attitude. So I appreciate that's awesome. that. That is awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, ladies, we are going to sign out, but I do want to encourage our listeners um, that they can follow us or find us on social media. Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram at three psychs and a mic. Um, we do ask that you leave comments. Um, if you are listening to us on various platforms, whether it's um, Apple, Spotify, um, and whatever platform you listen to, if you wouldn't mind leaving a comment, leaving a review, that actually helps us. Um, on our platforms just to get recognized and noticed so that others can have the opportunity to maybe find the podcast um, easier. So please, 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 if you would, just send a, um, a comment or a review on any of those platforms. But again, you can find us at um, Facebook and Instagram at three Sykes and a mic, the number three Sykes and a mic. And you can also send us questions or comments to our Gmail account, which is three Sykes and a mic at gmail.com. And that's it, ladies. We will see you all next time. All right. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>